0: You are now listening to Wave A Sound. Welcome to Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. In episode 102, Joyne joins the podcast to discuss her journey in art up to this point, how motherhood impacts her artistry, creating and curating the work for her first art show, and more. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. Subscribe to our newsletter for brand updates and podcast recommendations, and join our members-only community on Patreon for access to exclusive content. For everything else, go to versusmikehistory.com. Peace family. Welcome to another episode of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Mike History. And today we got Jordan Basel in the building. What's good? What's going on? Hello. Hi. Um, Jordan's a painter. And um, I haven't we haven't even really had too much conversation off mic yet. So this is like a um an introductory conversation, and uh I just want to let you guys get to know her as I get to know her, and um you know, really build on this, this, uh, this journey of building with creatives. So uh, how about you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, um, Jordan Basil. Um, uh, My name is Jessica Jordan. Um, The Jordan Basil came from, you know, my last name, obviously, and then Art Basil. Um, uh, I was born in Newark. I grew up um, mostly in Teaneck and East Orange and I've been you know into art since probably around pre-k kindergarten like I've always loved art loved cartoons so yeah here I am now
0: welcome welcome so one of the first things I usually ask guests when they come on the show is what are you listening to so I'm curious to know what you got spinning right now
1: um lately I've been playing um she's like an up-and-coming artist she just got signed though um her name is Alex Vaughn um Mm -hmm. I did some cover art for her like some time ago but yeah I'm really happy for her she came out with her um her latest EP and yeah I've been replaying it replaying replaying it really good
0: awesome awesome so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, let's go ahead and get into your artist journey. You know, I'm curious to know how you developed um a taste for art and um, you know, what got you into visual art in general? So what does your story begin?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say since around four or five, like I just always gravitated to art and art class even in kindergarten like when you're just you know painting anything and scribbling and stuff like I always enjoyed that um but I don't think it wasn't until like high school when I really started to take it serious and I'm like oh, I'm kind of good like let me you know explore other mediums and my art teacher at the time in high school she um She really helped me like, you know, perfect my craft and embrace different things and learn different techniques Um, because I went to Bloomfield Tech. So that was a technical school. You do shop classes and I chose the commercial illustration shop. So I really had time to because you're doing your shop class two hours a day. So I really had time to practice and, you know, explore different things
0: okay so um I guess when at what point were at what point during this process did you realize like I'm like yo I'm like nice (laughs) and uh I kind of want to keep doing this forever I would
1: I would say high school it really like hit me in high school because before then, I just would like doodle and I was more into dance, really. Like dance was my thing. Like I was in dance classes um like all through the week. Um, because I went to Whitney Houston in middle school. So I was doing that. Then I went to um Marie Wadley, like after school, doing ballet, jazz, tap. So dance was like really my first when it was around that time. But then high school, I was like, you know. I want to get back into art like I think I want to take it serious and then I knew that they had that shop class so I um yeah I just I started just really getting into that then I didn't you know do dance anymore so then art was my number one um and yeah I would say high school really because my art teacher she was really like she would really push you and she would, like, sneak our, like, um, little projects she would give us. She would, you know, enter them into competitions, like, and not even tell us. Then she would come back with, like, first place ribbons. And it just made you feel good, like, appreciated. Like, wow, I'm really, you know, I'm really something, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a very inspirational story. Were you ever... um did you ever get the opportunity to like visit one of these competitions or was it just your work going
1: so when she would do it um like she would secretly do it no we never went but there was um a competition she did tell me to um get into it was called um what was it called i think it was under naacp but it was called Mm -hmm. Axo. And um, they had like all types of arts, like all different categories um, from writing to singing to, you know, everything. So um, I think it was like towards the end of my senior year when that competition was um, going on. And then I ended up uh, entering in a drawing piece and a painting and both of them won something. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, the drawing won second place, and then the painting won first place, and first place got me to, you know, go to the national competition in Texas. It was in Houston, Texas, and that was a, a really cool experience. I didn't win in Texas, but it was it was definitely a great experience to experience that, so big big ups to my art teacher because i probably wouldn't have uh, entered into it if she didn't you know push me and encourage me to do so
0: yeah shout out to your art teacher shout out to art teachers in general
1: yeah they be doing era bailey doing and is nice she is nice she's still doing art to this day like she's nice mm. one of the best artists i know
0: so you said you didn't leave texas with any awards but um i still do I still am curious about that experience on a national level and just um, how it was, you know, being in the room.
1: Um, It was definitely, like, a very nervous feeling, like, once the judges are coming around to you and you tell them, you know, a little bit about your piece and you're in a room with, like, 50 or more other artists and it's just, like, wow. It it, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, then, when you go to the actual like ceremony where they announce who wins, that that room was it was thousands, I swear, mm. in the building. And then um, there was a who was the speaker? I think it was um, what's his name, Anthony Anderson, the guy from Blackish. He was the speaker, so that was cool to see him um but yeah I was happy for who won like it was they were definitely deserving of it um and yeah it was just a great experience that was my first time going to Texas and um my parents was uh were able to come with me too so that was cool
0: sounds amazing yeah now you spoke about being in the room with plenty of artists um whether it be a room of 50 or or maybe thousands. Um, In these types of environments, you have to, well, you know, it's inevitable for you to rub shoulders with people and, you know, create new connections and, you know, establish a network. And um, I kind of want you to get into, like, how do you connect with other artists or um, what do you guys really connect? Like, on what level do you guys connect on and how do you, you know, keep that relationship?
1: so I've been blessed to have like really artsy friends so like just in my my everyday like friend circle like we're all into some type of art so it's 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 just a blessing to have like those people around you that you could talk to every day um and you know bounce ideas off of and tell them like you know what you're working on now, and they tell you what they're working on or what they want to do. It's just real inspiring, like, just to talk to them. Cause sometimes you just need that, like, just to hear what they're, you know, they're doing at the moment might inspire you to do something, you know? Um, And as far as like meeting other artists, like outside of my friends, like Instagram has been a um, a great tool for that is there's so many artists out there and social media just is crazy when it comes to you know finding somebody that does some. like there's somebody out there that does everything mm-hmm. like there's somebody for anything <laughs> really um I actually um got close with um a girl from Instagram and we did a show together a few years back um Imani Cortez and that's like my close friend now like just just from um seeing each other on Instagram it's crazy
0: very dope shout out to the socials
1: word
0: um now what type of work what type of work do you do outside of what type of creative work do you do outside of um just painting and does it help with your uh the, with your painting and your visual art at all
1: so I don't know if people would really consider this creative I do but cooking I feel Definitely like creative. An art because
0: cooking is 1000% an art
1: <laughs> yeah I love cooking like and I take my time with it and I feel like since I'm already an artist like it just it comes natural like where I want to you know just be creative in the kitchen I'll be making up recipes like oh this tastes good like let me add this um but yeah definitely cooking and I also um crochet too and knit and that um that's cool that's more of like a like a wind down type of thing for me like where I just want to relax so yeah I'm always doing something though with my hands <laughs>
0: Do you think that's like um inherent with uh you personally or do you think that that's like an artist thing? Like do you think do you feel like artists need to like constantly like um work that muscle out, whether it's like yeah, with the main yeah. thing or like I, or I the side hustle?
1: Do. Yeah, I think you have to constantly, cause yeah. I know for me personally, like my wheels is always turning. Like I'm always thinking of something else that like I could do, like it's crazy like I'm I'm thinking about creating stuff in my sleep literally
0: (laughs) so let's get into um motherhood for a second because you know when I went on your Instagram page it says um my son calls me creator is that what it says oh
1: my my son calls me a maker
0: oh a maker excuse me Uh uh-huh yeah and um I kind of want to get into that because that, like, that statement holds a lot of weight and it gets my wheels turning in terms of, like, the conversations that you might have with your son um, and, you know, how mm-hmm. motherhood impacts your art and um, what it means to you as an artist and, you know, their relation. If you want to speak yeah. on that for a um, bit.
1: He definitely inspires me every day because he he he's a character like to know him yeah you'll 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 know that he is different (laughs) he just has so much personality like and his imagination is crazy like I could definitely see he's gonna be creative in some kind of way like even if he's not a painter or you know he's, he's definitely gonna be a maker like he calls me he's definitely gonna be a maker he likes to you know fix things and figure out why things are this way like he's very curious like i wouldn't be surprised if he ended up being like a carpenter or something um but yeah he's he's definitely like my biggest inspiration i just want to show him that it's okay to be like creative in a world that you know people a lot of people work to survive and work to make money, and um, it's unfortunate, but I just want to keep that, you know, creativity and imagination, you know, alive with him, because this is a dark and scary time in, you know, this world today, but I just want him to know, like, you could you can use your creative juices and you use them to make money too like there's always you know something that could be done like my saying is there's no limit to what you can create like there's no limit at all and I just want to instill that in him even at this young age because he's three now but like I can already see it like he understands
0: Hmm. and how has motherhood impacted you as an artist
1: Oh, it's been rough, (laughs) not gonna lie, it's been rough, like, from the time I was pregnant until now, it, like, your time is not your time anymore when you have kids, and I get that, so whenever I just get a little moment, like, even right now, like, just this little moment just to do something for myself, and do something creative, like, I take advantage of it, and whenever I get the chance to you know have them be a part of something I'm creating that's cool too like but it's definitely challenging to manage your time and try to fit in you know just some time to create and yeah it's hard but I've been you know trying to force myself to make time for it like with that show I just had like I had to really buckle down and just you know lock in and get it done because yeah I would have just you know made excuses and then it wouldn't uh, there wouldn't have been no Jordan's mini show <laughs> so I just I tried to you know stay level-headed and just get it done
0: Thank you for providing that segue because um, I want to go ahead and get into the mini show. You know, um, I was really upset when I came across your Instagram because it was, like, right after you put the show on. I'm like, damn, yo, like, this is this is fire. Like, very cool. Oh, I
1: so, it.
0: no problem. Um, so, the first question I have is why minis? Why the small canvases? So... Because it's a very unique idea and I think it's dope.
1: And it didn't really come from like some <laughs> deep moment. Like my cousin had bought me these um four by four canvas boards, like a a bunch like a bunch of packs of them. I think she got them from her job. And I was like, ooh, I have like 30 of these mini canvases. Like, what do I want to do? Like, and I'm like, ooh. What if I had like a whole show with just like many canvases, and then I just started from there, and that was like probably two three years ago, when she gave me those, and I've still like I still have some. I've been buying more, and I'm still like doing more. So I think there will definitely be a Jordan's many's part two, for sure.
0: Very interesting. Now putting the show together is the next question I have because you know putting together a production is is no joke Mm -hmm. um and you know it's a lot of moving pieces and you know you gotta once you get those pieces moving you gotta (laughs) actually get people to show up yeah So. (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's talk about um the planning process of this show
1: so I guess I started with um you know, just finding the perfect space like that, you know, spoke to me and felt like it would be a good fit. Um, My sister was telling me about um, a space that was downtown and her friend was connected with the owner. So I was like, you know, let me check it out. Um, We went down there and checked it out. I fell in love with the space. I was like, this is perfect. Like, it's a nice size, but still intimate. Um, so I was like, you know what? this is it. I don't wanna, you know, I don't want to keep looking like it just felt right. So then once I had the space, I'm like, all right, I gotta get things moving like because that was around June. I'm like, I definitely want to have it like around my birthday. Um, my birthday was September 29th, so I was like October 1st, like that's that weekend, that's when I'm gonna do it. So once I got the date, I was like, all right. I just started like making mental deadlines. Like you got to get this done. You got to get this done. Um, you got to get all your pieces done. You get, so then you could get your prints done. Like it, it was a lot, but, um, having my website, um, like having all that ready beforehand because I dropped my website last year um January no February of last year so having like that already set up kind of helped with this process because then there was like some things like I didn't have to worry about like as far as like what are the prints gonna go in when people purchase them and like what are the stickers go in and just little things like that like oh, I already have business cards, I already have this, I already have that. Because when I started my website, I was shipping things out. So I had bought a lot of things already. So that helped. Then um, that was pretty much it. I just, I didn't, I know I didn't want like, you know, like heavy food or anything. I just wanted light refreshments. That part was easy. Um, as far as like, uh the marketing and trying to tell people about it I'm not really huge on social media but I'm trying to get better about that because I know it's a big part of the art world now and any world really like social media just plays a big part and you have to use it to your advantage so I just try to really get it out there um personally dm people about it if i had to like just tell as many people as i knew and get it out there as best as i could and i think i did a pretty good job because it was successful and people really showed up for me and it was it was amazing it was great it's
0: very good it's very nice yeah so um <laughs> i guess the question that everybody always asks after you put on your first show was when is the next show
1: <laughs> <laughs> eh, I don't know. This one, this one was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. I made it work, but it like all the behind the scenes stuff, like in that day of it'd be a lot. Because that day of the um well the day before the place let me know that the elevator wasn't working. Mm. And it was on the third floor. So oh, wow. Yeah and like I'm talking like a lot of stairs. So luckily they had a um a freight elevator that we could bring all of the pieces and all the other stuff up on but yeah, that was a dagger cuz then my grandma she ended up not being able to show up because she can you know, she can't walk up all those stairs. So there's always some negative with the positive, but it still ended up being a great a great event and I am looking forward to another one, but just not so soon (laughs) maybe um maybe maybe the top of the year we'll see that's not a lot of time either but we'll see
0: yeah
1: might be able to make something shake we'll see
0: (laughs) um it's funny you say that because i have a a similar experience so
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i threw i put together a pop-up shop for the for my brand um in july Okay. And the venue that I picked for it was uh, also on the third floor, but there was no elevator in the building. <laughs> mm. So they, so like everybody had no option, but to, um, but to take stairs. Mm. And it was funny because, you know, overall it was a successful, it was a successful event. Um, there was air conditioning. So like, it's not like, it was like super hot in, in the actual space. Yeah. Like the music was vibe and everything. But everybody's just like, you know, next time you do this, just make sure it's uh, so on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, as soon as you said that about your event, I was like, oh yeah, you know, you gotta. We definitely gotta.
1: And I, I it didn't hit me till the day
0: after, yeah, same. <laughs>
1: where I was like, wow, like a lot of people showed up, and then I'm like, wow, everybody walked up those stairs. <laughs> like, oh shoot, but um, I was I was very pleased with. How people showed up for me, and this was a really good experience for it to be like my first show that I curated, um, you know, alone. And yeah, it was it was definitely definitely a vibe. You got to be at the next one.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, I'm curious also about the subject matter. For the canvases and and how you went about choosing what you wanted to paint
1: so what i use social media for mostly is my references like if you don't get anything else from well if i don't get anything else from social media i get you know inspiration for, like things that I want in music and dance to still and just like us and you know Black people like we're so beautiful so I always want to incorporate that in my art and yeah and yeah big on fashion like I don't know if you notice in some of my pieces like I love doing like a full vibe like they'll be faceless but I love like doing the full body and getting the details in the outfits yeah I love that
0: word so is there there's a future for uh Miss Jessica Jordan in the fashion world I think so sounds good sounds good
1: no I definitely want to um I have so many things that I'm like working on and thinking about but I definitely always have said, I wanted, even before I had my son or knew I was pregnant, I always wanted a kid's clothing line. Mm. And I wanted it to be like unisex, like because for me, when I was pregnant, I didn't find out the whole time, like boy or girl, I didn't find out until Mm. he came out. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, I definitely want to do like a unisex brand for the kiddies and you know make it super fun and colorful
0: word that sounds wonderful
1: Thanks.
0: all right um this has been a great conversation honestly yeah, like this has been very it wasn't
1: good. like after i got into it it wasn't bad at all like i, yeah, I told you it's, <laughs> it's just chill
0: you know what i'm saying chill conversations nothing crazy yeah you know what I'm saying? and um yeah i appreciate you coming on the show once again um thank
1: you thank you definitely for doing this this is awesome that you're
0: doing this oh no you know I feel like it's I almost feel like it's my duty you know so like um it's it's just great for me to like be able to sit down with like-minded creatives and you know people just in the surrounding community and be able to like pick their brains about you know life and uh processes and you know just things that they care about like i feel like there's not enough content about like focusing on what you know the people surrounding you care about and um that's kind of part of like what i'm doing here just building community and picking the brains of creatives but um let the people know where they can find you on social media
1: at jordan basil on instagram my website is JordanArtbasil.com. So you can find me on there too.
0: All right. And um, as always, folks, you can find everything versus my history related at versus dot history.com. Make sure you're signing up for that newsletter at newsletter.versusmikehistory dot com. Uh, we're on Twitter at vsmyhistory and on Instagram and TikTok and the fan app at versus my history and um i will talk to you beautiful black people at another episode peace
1: later